0: And we're live for another episode of the Blue Crocus Experience. I'm your host, Louis Vanderbach, And I'm joined today by Captain Striper, Mark Estrada himself. Um, we're going to dive into some exciting stuff about kombucha, line striping, music, uh, business life. It's, it's going to get fun. I'm going to do a quick countdown to here so we can share it out to different social media platforms. And then we'll dive in and hear Mark's story. Mark, I'm really happy to have you on here. Really excited to dive into this.
1: Thank you for having me on Lewis. It's been a long time coming.
0: It's been good. All right, let's uh, dive over to the socials and we'll be right back. we're back we're live everybody uh everybody got the sharing out that they needed mark excited to have you like i said um this is this has been cool i think we were chatting off air and uh i think we've been connected for about a year now um and we've interacted briefly over messenger you've interacted on some of my posts and likewise you've given me some great music suggestions all of that um but i'd like to dive into you know who mark is get to know you a little bit better um and and learn more of your story so if you want to bring people up to speed on you know who you are, what you do, where you're from, we can dive right into it. Well, uh,
1: first off, thank you for having me on, Lewis. Um, like I said, it's been a long time coming. We've been networking for a little bit, so I get very excited whenever I can talk to like-minded people. Um, well, you know, I'm my name is Mark Estrada. I'm VP and co-owner of Marathon Solutions Group. Uh, we are in you've know, been in the pavement industry for about 15 years. We, uh, we come from the school of the Hard Knocks, and man, we love what we do. We've been building a brand all those 15 years and trying to, trying to evolve this game. Lewis,
0: that's really what we're trying to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you're located in Houston, correct? Yes. Yes. Houston, Texas. How how is everything settling out with all the snow and craziness that you guys had Uh, recently?
1: Oh, it's great, you know, the rebound. That's what Texans are all about, you know, getting back up and doing it all over again, you know, learning from the from the mistakes. But uh it's it was it was what it was, you know, you know, whenever I explain to people up north, I'm like, you know, it's like it's like if a hurricane hit Milwaukee, you know, it's just the infrastructure just wasn't ready, you know, yeah, yeah. but uh, however, we're all good down here. We're all good. You know, it's uh, we just got word that that Matthew McConaughey might be our next governor coming up. So, man, we're all right. we're stoked, bro. <laughs> uh, that.
0: Yeah. So are you all are right? You- all right. All right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Are, are you uh, Houston born and raised? Houston born and raised, uh,
1: I have two beautiful kids, happily married, uh, 9 and 5, Austin and Cameron. They are my hearts, they are my meaning, they are my life. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it took me a little bit to figure out, you know, that I wanted to be a daddy, but I'll tell you what, it's something that I can, man, I wouldn't trade for the world. It's, a, it's become a passion, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I used to be in love with striping and the paving, you know, I, I you know, I'm a pavement marking aficionado, man. I'm an enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm a daddy enthusiast. I get excited about daddy things. I get excited about Legos. I get excited about, you know, showing them hiking trails and mountain biking and, you know, being the the true self that that, you know, that they need to be.
0: That's so cool. That's so cool. We have a, uh, our oldest is just about two. Um, Everett is our oldest and and Azalea is our youngest. She's uh, she's three months old. So you just started, we just 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 started started. my brother. Oh yeah.
1: That's it's exciting. Lewis. It's exciting. You know, right now it's, this is the time to have, have the moments because buddy, it's just, the the baby stage the kid stage you don't get that you you don't get it too long
0: it's in and it's out yeah it's crazy even with Everett like with with zaley like it's like oh man like we remember those moments with Everett and it's just like it seems like so long ago right and it seems like like so long ago absolutely yeah
1: Um, yeah and that's a sign you know it's a sign that you're having fun you know
0: it's a sign you're having fun because time passes by so quickly when you're enjoying what you do we love it yeah and it's been i mean mindset is is something that you and i are both passionate about and it's been it's been a big mindset shift for me um because i i'm very much like driven to to support the family to to grow the business etc um but Alyssa Alyssa keeps me in check my wife keeps me in check and she's like babe you gotta you gotta enjoy these moments here because you're otherwise you're always gonna be chasing the the next milestone. Um, and then, you know, you're gonna, the kids are gonna move out and it's gonna be like, wow, we just missed all those moments with them. So she's she's really good at grounding me um, and, and you know, working on habits to leave the phone in the office when I go home at night. Um, I'm, I'm just in the basement here in the office, but little things like that to be able to be more focused. It's a it's a growing thing for me, um, but I love it. And it's, it's you know, learning business and learning fatherhood and, and husbandhood and all of that, all at once, it's just been this this massive journey of growth.
1: And that's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. It takes a partner. It takes a partner in life, your yeah. soulmate, to just keep you in line, to keep you right there. And she's probably accents you perfectly, you know, and it's, and compliments and yeah, yeah, compliments yeah. you perfectly. It's, it's one of those deals where it's a, uh, it's, um, you, you need that type of person. You need your, you need your opposite, you know? And most of the time that's what the your soulmate is is an opposite and that way they can catch those little things that you don't catch yeah i totally hear you my wife jackie is the same way
0: (laughs) that's awesome yeah she definitely i would be i don't know who i would be you know the the morphing that we've come together over the last seven years that we've known each other um has been incredible like i look back at, at the lewis um that before I met her, and it's like, she's rounded mm-hmm. out things, I've rounded out things with her, and it's just, it's been incredible to grow together, so. Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, I, I did wanna segue off of, you You mentioned Matthew McConaughey, and I know you read Green Lights, um, and I, I did wanna chat about books with you, because I know you're into into books. I see um, a few of them pop up on your feed. I loved Green Lights. What, what uh, I, I know you loved it, but what was your favorite part? Oh, the whole book
1: the whole so book.
0: Good,
1: right? Did it you listen was, to the too? I didn't do the audiobook. I didn't do the audiobook. You know, I'm a hit or miss. The audiobook. I kind of just like the just having the book with me. You know, yep. Yep. whenever I do the audiobook, I uh, uh, whenever I do an audiobook, I normally go back and read the book because mm. I only catch yep. certain things. Yeah. But McConaughey, yeah, he he hit it on the money. I uh, I really enjoyed the fact that you know he expressed how he kept a journal throughout all those years and kept it to you know as therapy and wrote down just these random notes throughout the years and that's what transpired into this book.
0: Yeah. It it's, is be, so, it's beautiful I so yeah. Um listening to a podcast of him explaining the process and I think it was like five different 12 day marches into the desert where he basically sorted through his life yeah. um, and came to face yeah. the man that he was and is and is becoming um but yeah it was so good i listened to the audiobook i haven't gotten the physical book and it's read by him so you still get that authentic experience oh, okay. Excellent. Um,
1: yeah Excellent.
0: I, I'd, I'd recommend it because you you get uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna switch over to the to the physical book here eventually um but i'd recommend the audiobook for sure
1: yeah it's uh i'm gonna check it out i'll definitely check that out um you know, it's uh McConaughey is something else, you know, and he he expresses how um important it is to just be yourself. Yeah. And how you just, you know, the moment you you are, you know, living for somebody else is the moment that you lose your true path, your true destiny. Right. And it's um it's crazy how many people actually do that. You when know? you say living
0: Someone else, like um, you know, kind of following their path. Yeah, following their
1: path. Yeah, Yeah, following their path and not being yourself. Not truly being yourself and not truly just following your own heart. You know, I believe everyone has a destiny, and it's up to you to you know it's up to you to really get the messages to follow it. Yeah. And uh, he he hit it on the money with that. It was very nice and just taking the green lights. You know, the analogy of green lights being opportunities. It was beautiful
0: it, yeah it was it was uh it was moving i loved the chapter on his wife and his journey i was like yeah. telling Melissa about it as we were going through um but yeah it was it would be cool to see how his political journey goes because i know he's oh more, yeah, he's yeah. and he switched i mean he switched from rom-coms to more serious stuff and now maybe going to the political sphere. he's a very very well-rounded person he's real he's very yeah. real
1: and that's, uh, you know, out here in Texas, man, he's like a, he's like a prophet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> out here in Texas, he's he's the man. He's the man. He He's all about that Texas culture. That's really what that Texas culture is all about. Yeah. Just the laid-backness, just knowing everything's going to be cool, everything's going to be okay, you know. You just got to be yourself. Yeah, be yourself and make it work. Exactly. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. So, no so we have uh, the ability to, to bring up – comments here. And Spencer's saying, Louis uh, speaking of kombucha try and order some better mooch brand. It's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So, so Mark and I uh, connected over a, a mutual love of kombucha. Um, I have a uh, this is actually water in it full disclosure, but uh, I'm drinking it out of a kombucha bottle because this is I, I've used up my weekly quota already. <laughs> but this is a lemon, <laughs> lemon, lime and mint. What are you drinking today, Mark?
1: Oh, I got some pure love blood orange, hibiscus and rose. Awesome. This, is, this is some good stuff, you know. I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? I need some pure love in this with my
0: intentions today, you know. No, we were so so you were talking a bit about your love of kombucha and how it's replaced uh some of the alcohol in your life and and uh and whatnot. How long have you been drinking it? I've been drinking
1: for uh man for a few months now, I've been drinking since maybe about December, it hasn't been that long. Not gotcha. wrong at all, because the first time I tried it, I had just a horrible flavor, and it completely just messed me up. And also, I didn't know that you couldn't shake kombucha, so I shook it like juice, Correct. and it just exploded all over me. So Great <laughs> right first impression. Great right first impression. It was a horrible first impression, but then I just kept on hearing just good stuff about it, and the... Um, the uh the health benefits from it and it being just a an amazing just probiotic and sure. and it was like you know what let's let's try it out give it another run found a good flavor it's like all right this is good this is
0: really good yeah so yeah I've, I've been on that
1: wagon since
0: there's definitely some flavors that can taste like you're drinking vinegar and then there's some really good yes. flavors so yes. if you're into vinegar you know go with the uh the unflavored ones or whatever but yeah no that's awesome yeah. i think uh i think my journey started back when I was like 13 my neighbors used to to uh, make it and uh, or our neighbors used to make it and they'd bring it over occasionally and I, I would have it and I liked it at the time um, and then I didn't really get back into it until university. Um, I kind of picked it up for some of the late night study sessions and then uh, and then I made a couple batches realized that was a lot of work um, but kind of kind of got to know it so it's kind of become my thing now. Um, it's, it's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I've we, done the quota, yeah. as I said, for a week, and it usually disappears pretty early in the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it, otherwise, it'd be a daily daily or multi daily. Uh, yeah,
1: man. It's addicting. It really is addicting, especially when you have that good flavor. You know, it's, awesome. it's just, ah, yes. But you know what? It's good to drink just if you're, you have just uh, carbonated water. I mean, I drink a lot of carbonated water too. And it doesn't give the same flavor, but it just, you know, the bubbles, the carbonation, you know.
0: Yeah, I always thought carbonated water was really odd. Um, and then I had a friend who spent, uh, who interned at a company in uh, Germany for the summer. And that's all the, like carbonated water is cheaper than tap water or, or like just flat water over there. So he, he got on the carbonated water yeah. band, got me, got me onto it. I don't drink a lot of it, but I, I kind of developed a taste when we were doing study sessions again in university. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Out here in Texas, we have uh, a mineral
1: water that's called uh, Topo Chico. Okay. It comes from these falls in Mexico. That's supposed to um, it's it's like uh, um, anti aging falls. Right. So right. Uh, exactly. Right. So uh, Coca Cola bought it, you know, not too long ago. Right. And uh, exactly right. So it's everywhere now. But before, it used to be just exclusively in Texas and in California and like the border states. Right. And uh, and man, it is very good. It is very good. You would really enjoy that if you like uh, carbonated mineral water. That's where it is.
0: is. Have to see if I can snipe some across the board. It's I'll s- available. I'll send
1: you. I'll send you some if I if I have to. Oh man,
0: would be, be, be sweet. I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, well, that kind of um, you know kind of brings together some of the stuff that we've we've connected over. Music was another one. Um, stick figure has changed my life, dude.
1: That's the reason why I got into kombucha.
0: Stick really? figure,
1: yeah. I'm a, oh, really? I'm a big follower of Stick figure, and you know the the music is just great vibes. You know, yeah. it's very just original vibes. That Cali roots vibe yeah. is just it's it's very pure. And um well, I started to whenever I started just being a fan of Stick figure, I started following a little bit, and they have their own line of kombucha. I so I'm like, it. oh man, this has got to be good.
0: You know. So, um, uh, yeah the 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 songs I I've got a whole playlist saved. Yeah, uh, like it, it, oh, it, that's um, nice, nice good vibes. Uh, What's I your favorite song? Favorite song has got to be uh, World on Fire. It's hard. Yeah, w- World, on Fire World on Fire, and then Hawaii uh, song. I wrote them down here so I wouldn't pull a blank because I knew you'd ask. Um, World on <laughs> Fire and, and Hawaii song are my favorite. Hawaii right song. Yeah. Hawaii yeah. song. Yeah, I would have
1: to go with uh, with living.
0: Living yeah that's, that's a good one too yeah. living,
1: is, living is good and of course hawaii song that that one just permeates so much you know it's like goodness gracious that's what it's all about paradise right trying try to find your inner
0: paradise exactly exactly so whoever's listening take take a take a look at kombucha if you haven't before i know some people find it a, a rather odd experience moldy water as, as some people have called it uh, when i when I posted about it a little while ago um, but it's good, and and listen to some stick figure; it'll change your life, and you'll you'll be able to relate to Mark and I on a different level. Awesome, man. Well, let's dive into some of the uh, some of the Captain Striper stuff. What uh, you know, I know your journey goes back 15 years in the in the striping world and, and whatever. But let's dive into some of that. Bring us up to speed on on who Captain Striper is now, and and kind of where he started, and and then we'll just dive in that way well how about this i'll just
1: uh let him i'll let him talk talk for him hold up we're gonna go get him real quick
0: all right okay hey how you doing lewis oh man i'm I'm so good captain stripper this is this is awesome so yeah so so where did you originate and how did you how did you come about Oh man! It all started at about three in the morning on a job site
1: with all my guys. You know, just just trying to get done with the job. We, you know, whenever you're on a restripe, uh, you start smelling just a bunch of donuts. You start seeing the morning the the morning team come into the businesses, and you're fighting against time. So it's all about just endurance it's all about perseverance it's all about just being motivated to finish and at that time it's so hard because you've been rocking all night just looking at line spraying curves spraying fire lane spraying handicaps it's it gets very real so when that started happening stuff started getting crazy i put on these glasses i have some suspenders, some suspenders to go with it and I roll around, and you know what? I start motivating, and I start telling everybody, hey, man, you know, it's time to put that that butt on your shoulders and run. It's time to go. We got to get to either the next project or, man, we just need to finish this one, but we don't need to be here anymore. We're here on a mission, and we're here to make things happen, make people happy, really, at the end of the day. So, you know, after my guys, they were they were kind of bothered by it by, at first, you know, <laughs> and and, I was, and but then it was like, OK, you know what? Like Captain Striper is actually doing some crazy work, too, because I work right there with my guys, uh-huh. you know, with my guys. It's we're a team. You know, you're only strong as your weakest link. So the strongest is training the weakest. It's just it's an ongoing deal, ongoing deal. Uh-huh. So you have to set the pace as a leader. If you expect the same thing to get done on a nightly basis, if you don't show your face there once in a while, or if you're not there motivating and showing your troops exactly how it needs to be, it's not going to. The results are going to be scattered. The results are going to be distorted. You're not going to get what you need. And as a company, you know it's it's a must. You don't want any bad jobs. You know, and at the end of the day, you want people to have fun with what they're doing. So, you know, this kind of started the brand. Uh, After Captain Striver came around, you know, we started to put some LED whips on our machines. We started to, uh, you know, we were already working with lasers. So it kind of all went with the deal. And, uh, man, we ran with it. We ran with it. We started posting videos on Instagram, Facebook. Social media did its magic, and all of a sudden, we had a few fans. It was like, all right, you know what? This is something cool. Maybe we should keep on doing this. So now, uh, along with Captain Striper, I mean, now the guys have their own alter egos, their own superheroes now. I mean, I I really, uh, I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of the fact that the guys have fun with what they do and enjoy it, and it's become not only a job but a hobby. And, you know, if you spread the love on, you know, on something that you have a passion for so much, it's just going to permeate to everybody else, let alone the owner out there killing themselves along with the troops.
0: Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's amazing. That's, I love that. I love that. And, and I think um, something that a lot of people don't know is that a lot of striping, especially on bigger jobs, gets done at night. Because that's when the world shuts down. That's when you can clear parking lots out, etc. How do you balance that with family life? Oh, man, that's the biggest obstacle. That's the biggest obstacle. You know, Louis,
1: I, quite frankly, in my 20s, I, my soul was, my soul belonged to the company. Yeah. Um, I was married to the company, man. My partner and I, my partner Zach Lovett and I, we were just married to The company. Uh Uh, Our soul was was buried with the company. Little do we know, in our 30s, what we planted in our 20s turned into a tree and it turned into something beautiful where now we have, you know, we have about 20, actually, no, 25 guys that's working for us now that's that's scattered on teams that are doing, you know, all the work and doing all the uh, doing all of the building, the brand building Mm -hmm. and man, I'll tell you what, it took a lot for me to get off of the job site and to actually let it go. But seriously, once I saw that I needed to be there for my family and I needed to, you know, when I started having kids, of course, it got very real. And I knew that in order for me to expand mentally, for my family, I had to have my team expand mentally, and I'm so proud to say that almost every guy that was on my original team are now team leaders. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, they all—they're all, all running. They're all separately running their own team. It's beautiful. It's seeing someone grow, seeing someone, you know, um, be the person that they're just meant to be. And fulfill their destiny it's it's beautiful it's wonderful and then that's how you know this man is okay you know what maybe i'm fulfilling my destiny now you know maybe this is the road that i need to go on is you know is expansion is is expanding people's minds expanding people's uh, ways of thinking and mindsets and It's very, it's a crazy world right now because people, you know, they get very uh, scattered with what, how they think and what they're thinking about and how to run their business. And it gets very, very stressful. Uh, And sometimes the stress and emotions kind of get to, it gets to people sometimes. It used to get to me a lot. And once you learn how to balance out those stress and emotions, and start to open yourself up, then that's when the true expansion starts. And then it kind of trickles right down to your to your to your team. To everyone that's close around you, telling the honest truth. Right. It's right. it's it permeates. Yeah. It resonates. It kind, of,
0: it kind of repels, you know, certain types of people and attracts certain other types of people, right? Exactly. So what uh, when you say you're grinding for you know the the 20s, I I would imagine the first 10 or so years of the business, um, right around there. What uh, what what did that look like? What what was you know what did that look like? And then when did how did you make the transition out? Because that's tough, like you said. I mean, you touched on it briefly, but what did that what, what happened to Mark? And, and what were some of the struggles?
1: Well, the struggle was with myself. It's always with yourself. You might think that it's stuff around you, that it's things that you know things obviously that you can't change, which you can change yourself. So that really when it started, it it started when I knew that I had to get to the next step with my not only my spirituality, but um but with my overall just well-being. uh uh-huh. So I started taking my health a little more serious. I started taking my uh, view of spirituality a little more serious. I started to uh, I started to just be one with everything a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. I never was like that in my twenties. I always uh, had a different perception, a little bit of a different uh, view on things. Uh, I guess you could say that. Um, My ego, I guess, kind of took a hold, my 20s, you know, and my 30s, I kind of just subtracted it. I was just like, you know what? Why am I holding on to all this? Why am I um, not getting to this next step that I want to get to? And it all took just letting go and realizing and being aware that first off, you can't control everything. You know, failing is a blessing. Failing is is just an absolute priceless lesson. Well, sometimes it gets pricey, but yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a wonderful lesson. It's a wonderful lesson, and you know that you don't you know you, if you learn from that lesson. I mean, that is just that's what life's all about. It gets you ready for that next step. I do honestly believe if you don't fail and and pick yourself back up you honestly won't ever be able to handle true success you know you have to hit that rock bottom once in a while probably hopefully just once yeah but uh, but uh once you learn from that oh my gosh you are just a rebuilt machine Mm -hmm. and honestly whenever you rebuild yourself like that you rebuild your consciousness and your consciousness is really what controls everything. So once you rebuild your consciousness, you're man, you're rock solid. You're living for something, right? You're living with true intentions, with true purpose, right? You know, with with the uh, with the distorted at its minimum. You know, because the distortion and the aimless thinking that never stops. Yep. It never stops. Laziness. It just never stops.
0: You always come back to that central. It always
1: comes back. It always comes back. Being content. I mean, you know, I mean, that's that that is hand in hand with success. You know, most successful people. I mean, that's their biggest, their the the biggest negative thing is, you know, it's you start getting a little more content. Mm -hmm. However, if you catch yourself and you just stir the pot, you know, stir the pot, add a few more ingredients to that pot. And just see what you got, you know, and go for it. And just don't be, don't be scared to get out of your comfort zone because seriously, once you hit the consent level, that is your sign that it's time to move. Right. It's time to get to the next step.
0: I think. Uh, I think at my blissful dissatisfaction. Right? Like he's very content. He's always pushing for that next, you know, it doesn't have to be that next crazy business thing, but that next leveling up of your mind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You have what to What does uh when you when you talk about spirituality, what does that look like for you? Is it meditating, journaling? You know, uh, you spirituality,
1: about? you know, to tell you the honest truth. Um yeah, I actually keep a journal. -hmm. I keep a journal with everything now. I ever since I read the McConaughey book, man. Ever since I read the McConaughey book, I keep a journal. I it it could be about anything. I write everything in it, anything and everything. And that by itself has been just amazing, beautiful therapy. It's wonderful what you figure out with yourself, you know, about yourself, especially whenever you look back on it. Right. And then all of a sudden, you've got yourself an autobiography. (laughs) Really? So, so green lights, right? So, uh, you know, I um I'm a strong believer in writing down everything now, you know, really just being in touch with yourself and and keeping that time for meditation for yourself, knowing when to breathe. That's big knowing honestly when to breathe, when to replenish your body with oxygen. And when to just take that little break. You know, Ferris Bueller couldn't have said it better himself. You know, you got to take a, take a break or look around once in a while or, you know, you can miss it, you know? Life is too short. Yeah. You know, you got to take a break and you got to breathe once in a while. You have to. I'm going to take these off. You
0: got a little glare. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Captain Striper. Captain Striper. <laughs> no, you know,
1: yeah but it's uh it's very real very real whenever you get to that point where you just need a um you have to take a break you have to you have to go outside and take
0: take take it in yeah that's huge that's huge I appreciate you sharing that let's get into some let's get into some striping stuff here um, I want to respect your time too but I think we've got a few minutes to chat about some striping stuff um what what was you know, kind of your coolest job and what was the job where it was just an absolute fiasco oh man absolute fiasco <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of those bro
1: i got a lot of those man my coolest job i would have to say was um whenever we first got into the business uh we were taking care of um distribution centers on the west coast okay going from Southern California all the way into Washington. And whenever we first started, you know, my partner, Zach, and uh, Zach Lovett, uh, we've known each other since junior year in high school. Uh, We started with our two best friends from high school, too. Like, we were just – it was like a striping fraternity at that time. Cool. where We were just rolling around striping. You know, not making much money. You know, we were the ones that, you know, did the jobs free, man. <laughs> but uh, however, we were we were some Texas boys and never been to California. So we we're like, you know what, let's let's go, let's do it. However, that's when we learned about high volume striping. And high volume striping, whenever I say something like that, it's normally a thousand plus stripes along with maybe you know with, with massive detail work, with thousands of stencils, everything that comes along with that program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, are, those, are, those are just massive stripe jobs. Yeah. Um, massive stripes uh, massive stripe jobs like that is it, it takes a formula to get done. We showed up to that job, Lewis, we showed up to that job. We were pushing stripers at that time. Uh, we had uh, one Greco. Thirty nine hundred. No, I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, one one Greco thirty nine hundred. One Greco thirty four hundred. And one Erlesco. Wow. I don't know if you ever heard of an Erlesco, but yeah, if you <laughs> haven't, I have it because haven't. it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, no news there on Erlesco. Nothing but bad news. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what we did was we ended up, uh, we ended up going out there. You know, I mean, our asses was handed to us, man, that first year we we took on those projects and uh, we had a great time, though. We we discovered the West Coast. We traveled all through the West Coast at that time. Um, We really found ourselves. We figured out this is what we want to do at that time. I think I was like 22, 23 years old. And it was like, man, we're getting paid to be out here on the West Coast. To paint lines, yeah. Like, what? Are you serious? Like, we need to expand this baby. Like, this is this is turning to a passion. So, uh, the next year, we we realized the high vol, you know, just the the high volume aspect of these projects. And that next year, we bought our first line driver, and that's when everything just changed. Whenever we got the first. Line driver, you see, the line driver used to be a mythological creature, Loose. <laughs> the line driver was like a unicorn, dude. Yeah, that was like a unicorn. That was like one of those deals. It was like, Oh, we just seen it in Payment Magazine. <laughs> yeah. And once we got that, it was like, Okay, you know what? We can do these projects efficiently, we can do these projects, you know, at ease, R- riding on carts, having fun, even more fun. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, that's when we. Just fell in love with striping. Whenever we took on those those distribution projects, now the most crappiest job, the most crappiest job. This is to everybody who's listening right now, just in case they're bidding these jobs. Uh, <laughs> truck stops. Really? Truck stops. Yeah. We had a project. Um, it was a it was a caravan, dude. Of of about. Oh man, it must have. It was it was forty. It was forty flying jays and uh, pilot truck stops. Did every single one in Texas? Did every single one in Oklahoma? Did a few in New Mexico? Okay. And man, I don't wish that upon anybody. You got the thing is you can't shut down the parking lot. You are working around truck drivers all day. You know your customers expecting you to get you know at least like ninety ninety five percent of the parking lot. You know, yeah. on a live parking lot. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It is hard. It's hard. It's unsafe. It's it it smells nasty. It's just, it's just all around not a good project. Yeah. <laughs> Will um, we take it again? Will we take it again? Possibly. <laughs> possibly. Not gonna rule it out. Don't
0: rule. Yeah, can't rule that out. Exactly. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, yeah, have you had, uh, have you had any experiences of, of paint spills? Cause I know it was in, I forget which group it was in, but someone, someone started a thread asking for, you know, your horror stories of paint spills. And there was, there was uh, a guy who drove all the way up a parking building uh, with it dripping out the back of his trailer. Um, there, there were some pretty, some pretty crazy stories. I don't know if you had any like that. You know what? Think.
1: Thank God. Well, I'm not going to tell you, Lewis. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to tell my my mess ups like that. Uh, well, there was one time where uh oh my goodness, we were getting a delivery at the shop. And it was a big delivery. It was maybe maybe like 500 gallons or so. And the you know, the delivery driver started taking out all of the pallets and one was lifted you know out of a semi that's a that's a high you know that's a high trailer man it's a high lift uh the um you know the wrap the shrink wrap wasn't wrapped up right and about half of those buckets just just tumbled man we lost maybe about 15 gallons and that makes a hell of a mess 15 Uh gallons makes a hell of a mess now, don't get me wrong. I've seen more horror stories with the long liners. The long right. liners yeah, are the yeah. ones that have the horror stories. With the parking lot stripers, it's normally like, okay, a busted line, you know, or, or somebody just got a lot of overspray on something, or, you know, or you lose five gallons, you know, five gallons of paint. Yeah, You, yeah. Can, you, can, you can clean that up, you know. But, uh, but yeah, no, no monsters. We try to be safe, as safe as possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't wishing it on you, but I, I know I know people like to hear those stories and yeah. it's like, oh, man, my.
1: there was one time there was one time. Well, we used to we used to be real man. We used to be real small, man. We had one truck that we used to call the War Wagon. It was a 2006 uh, 3500 Chevy and uh, it was a dually with the the uh, with the hips. the fenders just completely smashed in that was during the times where they were building the trucks with the uh fiberglass on the beds big mistake oh big mistake for the heavy duty trucks yeah and uh oh man they turned into our onto our on-site urinals after (laughs) after a little bit this is when we were like 22 23 years old you know we were just a bunch of kids doing this and man, I'll tell you what, we, uh, yeah, that truck took us everywhere. It took us everywhere. It pulled us out of anything and everything. We rolled that truck all the way to like 300,000 miles. Wow. It wow. was, wow. it was, it was beautiful, but yeah, there was one time where, uh, we had to stack everything in the bed of the truck. I mean, we were rolling around like the clampets do. And uh, for the young ones don't know who the clampets are, that's you know barely hillbillies. So, <laughs> so we uh, we turned a corner and we had about, you know, oh it must have been about thirty bucket lids on the top of the truck, not secured of course, just on on the bed of the truck and uh it was like leveled on top of buckets and yeah. we're, we're green guys you know we're green guys so we uh you know we throw away everything we we have a really we, we pride ourselves on that on uh on disposing our waste properly yeah. so uh man we we had to go somewhere we had to get somewhere and we just turned the corn the wrong way it was a busy intersection man right during lunchtime and 30 40 bucket lids, metal bucket lids scattered all over the intersection.
0: Oh, man. Oh, it was
1: crazy. Everybody was looking at us like we're nuts. Yeah. We're out there with our paint gear on trying to gather these paint bucket lids and oh it was it was it was crazier at the time, but man, you think back on it, you're like, Oh, that was some good times. That was Those some great
0: times. times. Yeah. Yeah. So now you guys have graduated and you're doing paving and all of that sort of stuff, right? Like you, uh, you know, I was kind of taking a peek around your website and you do, you offer the full service package, right? Full service, yeah. in house. We yeah. offer everything in house now. Only 25 yes, guys doing all of that?
1: Oh, yeah. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. We okay. are, well, we are, uh, we're cross trained, man. We, we make sure all of our guys are cross trained. Uh-huh. We go through, through a lot of training. And it's it's uh, it's one of those deals where, like I said, you're only strong at your weakest link. Yep. So the stripers, they know how to seal coat. The seal coaters, they know how to stripe. Both teams know how to do thermoplastic. Both teams know how to pressure wash. Both teams know how to stripe hog. You know, bo- you know we have maybe, uh, now we have two, actually three teams on each service as far as that goes. Yeah. And then, you know, and then our, our asphalt concrete, they're cross-trained too. I mean, we have them do an asphalt concrete repair. And then whenever, you know, if something's slow or something just, if they're just slow one week, then you know what? We got crack seal. They're cross-training crack sealed seal coat. So no matter what, our guys are shifting. It's a non-stop shift right. for, for our guys. The rotation is non-stop. Which they love it because they get, you know, they, they get not only the hours, but they get the experience. And they get the experience on a different craft.
0: It's, How's that for scheduling? Um, because, you know, some is at night with striping is predominantly at night, if I understand correctly, for most of it. And then paving is usually, do you do that at night or do you do that during the day mostly? Whenever we're needed. But like, it's mostly during the day.
1: But it's whenever we're needed. Yeah. Striping, we keep it at night. Seal coat, we keep in the daytime because of the sun. Yeah. Uh, however, striping, thermoplastic, power washing, high pressure blasting, yeah, we keep all that at night. It's just not worth the liability. We've learned that it's uh, the what, uh, liability sure. o- overpowers the efficiency of being in the daytime.
0: What liability, because my understanding was that it was just kind of for, you know, keeping people out of the way. Is that is that what you mean by liability? Oh, safety. Say, deal, dealing with not, the,
1: dealing with the crazy people, man. Yeah. Dealing with the crazy people at night. Oh yeah, you have some some. Uh, I mean, uh, dealing with the crazy people in the daytime. I'm sorry. Uh, in the daytime, you come across more people that are that have complaints, that are willing to complain, that's willing to, you know, just go above and beyond to reach the owner of the property wherever you're at. When you're at night, when you're working at night, you're by yourself. You're just you're by yourself. You have a mission, and you know what? If the mission doesn't go right, we'll hear about it the next morning. We'll fix it that next night. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's just the um, the safety, the efficiency, and you know, just being left alone. <laughs> kind of calm. <laughs> Be totally honest. Being left alone, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, well, I think we could, I, could, I think we could go through stories here for for a long long while here. I do want to respect your time though. Um, it, this has been this has been really fun, and I think we should do this again, certainly to to talk more right. about the future, right? And, and how that journey goes for you. Um, Toast but, to you, man. Toast to you, brother. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. cheers. Um, but uh, this this has been it's been an honor. It's been really cool to watch you. I know there's uh, so many different facets we could cover. Um, in in future and subsequent interviews um you know you're involved in in a lot of the training stuff for for the asphalt sphere i guess um i saw your post recently with where you were at world of asphalt there a few years ago um i see you popping in and dropping knowledge bombs here and there but if we could if we could sum up you know your we're business. The laser guys what? of the south man laser guys of the south we're the yeah, laser guys I- of the south <laughs> exactly exactly but you know in in uh in respect of your time i'll, I'll wrap up here with you know in your business and, and personal journey what would be the one or two things that you would leave with people um that you would do differently or do the same
1: i probably you know i would have a mentor at a younger age take up the take up mentors surround yourself with people that are like-minded. Never give up on the dream, even if it sounds just absolutely crazy. Um, Never, never give up on yourself. It really comes down to it. And honestly, um, through my personal journey, that's the one thing that I can say that I'm very happy of my young self. That I never gave up. I love that. Because at the end of the day, this life is about patience and time. It's you have to know and be aware of that. With patience comes greatness. You just have to wait just a little bit, just a little bit.
0: Everybody wants. Other to- than that,
1: other than that, rock out your striper out, man.
0: I love it. I love it. Everybody wants to harvest before they seed, right? So that, that's a Absolutely. challenge. Absolutely. Mark, this has been this has been a blast. Uh, I I can think of so many things we could have covered and but I enjoyed every moment of this. Um so this is going to be this is there's going to be a repeat episode down the line. I I can already tell. But uh you know any any final thoughts you want to say? I I appreciate you coming on, taking time out of your your day. Um and uh you know any final thoughts before we wrap up?
1: Thank you again, Lewis, for having me on. And like I said, no matter what people say, no matter what vibes you get in life, follow that heart, follow that true conscience, because that's your true self telling you which route to take.
0: Boom. I can't top that. Guys, go follow Mark. See what he's doing on Instagram, Facebook, follow their journey. Um, Mark, I'm going to, I'm going to end the live here, but, uh, We'll we'll just, we'll just wrap up here. Oh, Captain Striver came back to admit us. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Mark, it's, it's been a pleasure. I'll end the live here and then we'll, we'll just wrap up off air quickly before uh, we head off.
1: Excellent. Sounds good. Appreciate
0: you.